I don't know if you all know, but I'm originally from PEI. So having said that, don't hold it against me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My name is Michael Lauren Arsenault. I say that because some people in St. John knows me as Michael, and some people know me as Lauren. So I like to throw the whole thing in there. Anyway, I was born in June 3rd, 1964 on PEI. Obviously, I just said I was from PEI, so that's kind of... On April 1964, my parents got married. I know because I was in the party. I think it was called a shotgun wedding. I'm not sure. When I was two and a half years old, I got very sick. I almost died. I didn't know how to spell it, but I had spinomyelitis. When I was three, my parents abandoned me. They left me in an orphanage. At that time, I went to live with my grandparents. But it wasn't until I went to school that I found out my sisters and my brothers weren't my aunts and they were my aunts and uncles. When I turned 16, my brother, oh, I loved very much, got me six beer and a bottle of wine, and I drank it. And I got very sick. Oh, did I ever get sick? I think back to, back to this time in my life, I knew I was missing. It was like a hole in me. When I turned 18, I moved out west of Calgary. I lived with my brother until he died. And after that, I went downhill. I was trying to fill that hole in me. I drank and did drugs, a lot of drugs. I didn't know why, but one day I looked at myself and said, if I don't go move home, I will die soon. It was a few years after that I moved to Toronto, where I lived about a year. I drank a lot. When I was there, I remember buying a bike. I would get drunk and then go for a drive. One night, while dri driving my bike, obviously I was drunk, I drove into a lake. I should have died because first of all, I don't know how to swim. Second of all, when I went into the thing, I was kind of out of it. And I remember going into the, the, into the, the lake and waking up. But to this day, I don't understand what happened because somehow, and I believe now it was God or the Lord but I somehow pulled myself out and my bike and I didn't even get wet. Now that, to this day, just blows my mind. I went into one of the Great Lakes and somehow made it out without even getting wet. That one I don't understand. I moved, I didn't, I, I, I should die, but I didn't. I moved back home to PEI. This time it was going to be better. I went to a treatment center and got cleaned up. That, was that my plan or his? Time had passed and I moved into Brunswick. Things were moving fast. I got a job, met my wife. One, t one time while I was visiting my brother, you gotta understand my brother. My, my brother is, he is very cool and he is, he's very, He's a born-again religion. He's very Christian. He's, he's someone I look up to now very, very much. But at the time, I didn't because he was always bugging people. 
Jesus. But anyway, so one time when I was visiting home, my brother said, asked me to go fishing. And I love fishing. So anyway, he got us a boat, went out in the lake, and while we were out there, my brother told me to go to the Lord or go for a swim. I told him, well, okay, I can't swim, so I guess I'm going to have to. So I told him that when I get back home, I'll go to church. My plan was to go to a church, tell him I went to church, and leave me alone. When I didn't know, God had plans for me. I sat in a chair next to the door. you got to understand that that chair was so close to the door that I was actually on the door. <laughs> and when the church was done, I was going to be gone. And I, my plan was to, be, before, my plan was to go home and tell my brother I did it, so leave me alone. But that was my plan. Before I knew it, I was giving myself to the Lord. And after that, I was so so happy for words I wanted to tell the world about Jesus. Then my prayers was answered. My son was born on April 28, 1988. Things went on. My son played hockey. During this time, my wife and I started growing apart. I don't, un I don't understand. I, don't, I didn't see it coming, uh, but it happened. My wife told me she wanted to find herself. I said she was in the kitchen, but she didn't believe me. <laughs> so I got an apartment. I was going through some hard times in my life. I took everything to God in prayer. I was praying to find a church and a family. And showed up. I found this one, and I love it. And Lauren, like you and I have been getting together quite a bit in the last few months, getting to know each other, and I see, I see so much growth in you, Lauren. And do you, can you share any of your experiences where you felt you've had growth yourself, or? Yeah. I. I Got, uh, um, I don't know if it's a good one, but I got one. Um, I live in a villa. I don't know if anybody knows that, but I do live in a villa down the street. And when I moved in there, I made it my mission. I made it my mission to go help people. And part of my mission was I put, I, uh, I put prayer request lists on the elevators. And all I said was my name, uh, if you would like me to pray for you, put your name on the sheet. I got quite a few names, and I pray for them. I still do. But there was somebody that didn't like that, and they took them down. So I prayed for them too. So I walk in this building. It started because the red zone would come up, and the gym was closed, so I started walking. And I've met some amazing people when I walk. I, my head, I, I have to admit, during this time, my head started swelling because I started thinking I couldn't do no wrong. I was praying for people. I'd meet someone, in, an older lady in the hall, and I'd meet, I'd pray, meet her, and I'd say, could I pray for you? My head got a little bigger, but I said, could I pray for you? And they were all, every one of them was very excited about my praying for them. So I prayed for them. 
So here about two weeks ago, about, I met this lady. And I thought, my head's going to get a little bigger. But I honestly, when I started talking to this, first of all, I was walking. So I didn't even want to stop walking. But I stopped. Because I knew this lady had probably nobody else to talk to. So I started talking to her. And then I realized that the walking wasn't as important as what I was doing right now. She was almost 90 years old. She was going blind, going deaf, and couldn't bend over. She could barely walk, but she was on her way to take the garbage out, of all things, garbage. Anyway, so I said, you know, to myself, I'm going to help her. So I helped her to the garbage, and we started talking. She was a born-again Christian, and, and I helped her back to the apartment. And something happened, because it wasn't that far. It might have been 15 feet, there and back. And then something happened when I was talking to this woman. We were just talking about the day, events, and what's going on. Nothing really major important. But something happened. And I began to think, and I began to realize and my head started getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And it no longer became me. It no longer became that I'm a savior, which I never was. It became Jesus. And it became the fact that I wasn't there to save her, but she was there to save me. And that was the most humbling thing I've ever, ever dealt with. And from that point on, I know I have a purpose. I know that I, I have a family here in this church. And I know that Jesus has a plan for me. And when I see the plan, I'm going to know it. And I know because Jesus is going to be with me. Mm. Thank you. Amen. As I reflect on the testimony given by Lauren and, and Stephanie in the, like last week, it's through the power of the Holy Spirit that we receive hope. I'll read Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope but by the power of the Holy Spirit. And as I think and pray about what I should be doing, there are three key things God has put on my heart. Whenever I hear a testimony or whenever I speak with people or pray with people is what did I learn about God and Jesus? And the second thing is what did I learn about people? And the third thing, that's me. What am I going to do about it? Right. And I just want to, uh, I just want to close with Romans 12, 3, 8. For the grace given me, I say everything of you. Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith of God as distributed to each of you. For just as each, each of us has one, one body with many members, and these members do not have the same function, so in Christ we through many form one body. 
and each member belongs to all the other members. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If you have the gift of prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Lauren, would you like to uh, close us in a prayer? Father, Lord Almighty, I thank you for this church. I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for your son Jesus who came and died and rose again. And with as he rose, he pulled us all with him and that we are going to be saved in his name. So I thank you for you, Jesus, and thank you for all your blessings. I thank you especially for this church and all of my family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.